excuse me, everyday heroes. Sometimes it's Ultra Universe Live. Uh, just depends on our topic, but it's a video this afternoon. And today we are diving into a interesting topic, I think. That is the myth. Let me explain. Hello everybody, I apologize if I am twisting or sitting funny, getting over a very funky neck something, but we still want to give you the good stuff. So today we're going to talk about different kinds of myths and their connection to different parts of the world. So a myth is a story that really brings the idea of individual religions and cultures together in a way that either uses real characters or imaginary, but either way, they have something to do with life in general there. So what are different kinds of myths? Well, there are, um, well, let's just jump in. So first of all, as I just said, mythology is a set of legends, stories, or beliefs, especially ones that illustrate a specific tradition. They usually address the origin of people, a culture, or explain some sort of event, whether real or not. In many instances, myths are built around the lives of gods and goddesses. If humans were involved, they usually they were usually larger than life with tremendous heroic prowess. So, the reasons for me, well, it was a way to make people understand why things went the way they did, right? So, if you're wondering why all of a sudden the crops died, or why all of a sudden the sky changed or it started to rain. Now, yes, a lot of things were scientific, but a lot of people didn't know a lot of different things at certain times, so it was just kind of odd. The first type of myth we have is the etiological myth. They explain why specific things are the way they are or came to be. Origin and creation myths can fall into this category. In many ways, it was easier for ancient civilizations to live the world was created by unseen gods, then face the unseen questions. Excuse me. Some examples of this are from Australian Aboriginal mythology. It's how the kangaroo got, it, got its pouch. Um, it was uh, in order to save its baby and a stray wombat, the kangaroo needed a way to protect both small creatures. Well, the... Um, father of all creatures in Australian Aboriginal myth, came out, gave her a pouch, and said, this is where you, this is where you will keep uh, your Joey, your son, safe. So that's one right there. Another one from Native American legend is the, why the chipmunk has its stripes. Um, the chipmunk asked uh, one of the, uh, the gods if he could stop the sun from rising. I'm sorry, he... Uh, uh, he, sorry, let me rephrase that. So, a chipmunk and a bear that were speaking, um, while speaking, the bear boasted that he could do anything. The chipmunk said, could he stop the sun from rising? After the bear tried and failed, the chipmunk made fun of him. In anger, the bear pinned down the chipmunk with one paw. The chipmunk managed to squeeze free, but with a new set of stripes made from the bear's claws. Interesting. Rather dark. What do you mean to? Um... We have a bunch, we have many others. The Pueblo creation story, the Inuit creation story, Filipino and Ikoi. 
all of these are ideological because they explain why something is as it is. Now, of course, as you go on and as you've gotten some more um, uh, scientific eras, people began to learn why things did what they did. But it's still really fun to look back and go, that's an interesting way to tell the story. Now, the other thing, too, is that usually the reason behind it is not so interesting. Why does the kangaroo have a pouch? It's just of the species of that of marsupials that have pouches that are born that way. Why do chipmunks have stripes? Well, most of the time for a chipmunk, it's a way to escape uh, predators and hide in uh, places that have the same coloration. Not so interesting, right? That's just kind of like, well, I knew that. So that's myth category number one. We have the chthonic myths. How do people cope with destruction, death, and dying? Well, that's a chthonic myth. The idea of the afterlife would help rationalize that someone's sometimes brutal occurrences in life suddenly cut short. Myths around the world contain many underworld stories. Could be good, could be bad. Sometimes you get to come back. Um, but many a times, you know, it happens. Some of the big ones here are Norse, Aztec, and Greece. Um, we do have stuff from Egypt as well. However, Egypt did have many other things based off the dead. So most of the stories were based on the afterlife anyway. So that was pretty much the entire thing. When it comes to stuff like Greek underworlds, however, you did get, um, you did get both uh, good and bad. Many a times they were done as punishment and they were sent to the underworld to live forever dead. Many a times certain people or gods and goddesses who might have been struck down were resurrected, um, kind of a way to, to re, regrow, reborn, that type of thing. Um, one of the most famous icons we have, anybody who's a Harry Potter fan will appreciate this, the phoenix. The phoenix is a bird made out of flames, from the flames, and when it dies, it turns into ash, but then it regenerates from the ash, basically never dying. Um, that idea right there is the idea of rebirth and the idea of that if something happens, you have something else to take its place to continue the journey. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing at all. It could be something uplifting. The next one we have here is the psychological these are what you would call the hero's journeys. Hero's journeys um, talk about really the growth of an individual and why they feel, why they act, and why they do. Probably the most famous of all from Greece is the Hercules story. Not the Disney one, guys, the real one. In the Hercules myth, he had to go through, I believe it was 12 labors to get back to being um, a god and be with his parents. Now these things weren't easy. I mean, maybe easy for him because he was, you know, a demigod, superhuman, basically. Um, he went about doing these um, these deeds. He did cheat a couple times, which is why he had to do extras. But he did go about doing it, and eventually was given the opportunity to become uh, a god again with his family. Um, another one from Greek history is the story of Achilles, uh, who basically was perfectly um, immortal, except for if he were to be hit in his heel. I know, a little spot on, but what are you going to do? Um, 
But he, too, lasted through the church war and only actually died when he was struck in that specific spot. Um, one, one that I remember reading a bunch was the Beowulf story. Uh, he was immortalized in a poem about the guy who conquered uh, Grendel and saved the entire country of Denmark and Sweden, basically. Um, but he, de- he was the depiction of moral virtues as well. So those are psychological. That's ways of teaching young people how to do what's right. And how if you do try to skirt the rules, you are going to get in trouble for it. Um, these are one of my favorites because probably read most types of these over others. But this is one that um, this is one that all of us can relate to because all of us have some sort of um, want to grow and want to be a better person, right? Now the next one here, historical myths. Now these tell of a specific event that actually happened, but in a way that it didn't. The Iliad and the Odyssey, the Mahabharata from India. Those are very specific books that everybody's heard of that tell of real stories but with fictional characters. Now, what's the point of this one? This one seems kind of counterproductive to me. However, when you're in an area or in, a, in a, an era where you don't know why things are doing what they're doing, you need to figure out a way to get these people understanding without scaring them and without, you know, impending doom uh, over their heads. Um, now, as we grew, obviously, we learned, you know, we go to school, we read these stories and history, and we know what happened. And yeah, it, it's graphic, it's gory, it's not, it's not pleasant. But we have these stories to, I guess, kind of make it easier to kind of digest these, um, these, these things, I guess. So making, so really myths are helping you make sense of the world. Making sense of the world is going to be very hard when you're just trying to do it generally. But if you have some sort of story or likeness that makes it a little more palatable, you're going to, sorry, you're going to probably want to learn more and want to ask more questions. So myths are a way to not only teach, but to help you kind of learn the important values of life. Um, All right, so that is going to be that. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, If you guys want to learn more, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, please subscribe. We have our brand new shows I was talking about, my mental health show with my mom, as well as another Alter Universe Live. We'll kind of explain it. Basically, another form of that show. So think of it as more episodes, basically. But this time, we get some cool stuff to share as well that you can buy. As always, guys, we thank you so much for all of this. If you have, yeah, or I'm sorry, where did that? <coughs> I'm going crazy. All right, you guys. So for next time, or until next time, 